Recording live from the Northeast Georgia Business Radio X studio. This is Northeast Georgia Business Radio. It always helps if I have my microphone on. Hey, folks, it, I'm back. Hey, it's Tom Sheldon. I'm your host, Northeast Georgia Business Radio X. Coming to you live from the beautiful Empower College and Career Center of Jackson County. We've got a great show, yet another great show for you today. Got to give a big shout out to my good buddy, Mr. Mike Salmond. He's back running the board. He's waving to us. and uh, I'm actually going to talk. You, your mic is on. I, I never do. Your mic was normally, on the. I normally. Your mic was off. on the whole time. You, you but really, see, you made it sound like we forgot to turn your mic on. I forgot to turn the mic on. Right, but but because I'm your producer, quote I always unquote. Bl- I always blamed on people the sound are, guy. People are going to blame me. Darn right they are. So it was the host's fault. <laughs> I'm putting it on the website. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Carry on. You're the best, Mike. That, and see, that's why we normally, folks, we normally cut his uh, mic off. Hey, with me today, I got a cool guest, Mark Holder. Holders Pest and Wildlife Services. Mark, how are you, sir? Doing great. And how's all of you folks? When, when the technology works, it's awesome. Yeah. So, no, we're, we're great. We're blessed. We're probably better off than we deserve, to be honest with you. So, can I call you Bugman? Uh, you can call me Bugman. Bug you man. can call me Ratman. You can call me Batman, which I really love. Just don't ever call me the Turtle Man. I don't want to be associated with Yahoo. I don't blame you. Yeah. I don't blame you. The snake man. I don't know about that either. Yeah. That's a whole maybe a whole different genre. Right, right. right Bugman. Yeah, Batman's good. Bat- yeah. Hey, we throw Batman around, we might get sued by somebody. I don't I don't even know. Yeah, could. So Mark, you're here locally. I am. You're here what, based out of Houston? Based out of Houston and was born and raised uh in this area, which the only hospital back in that day was in Winder. That's right. Uh born there and then just raised around Houston Brazelton all my life. Nice, nice. So you've seen it grow. You've been a part I, of it. Oh, man, growth, growth. Uh, that's a whole other radio station uh, show that's right there. That's a whole other show. Everyone keeps avoiding us on that one. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know why. I don't I know don't why. Know. So how long have you been in the pest, pest control and wildlife service business? Well, I was a heavy equipment mechanic, and everything there is heavy. Uh, and one of my buddies just uh, offered to come to work with them doing a pest control route uh-huh. to get away from that. I don't blame you. I uh, went in and uh, took all my Department of Agriculture tests, passed them, became a route guy, route tech, and mm-hmm. uh, done it for years, seven, eight years. And the company I was with was one of the fastest growing in Atlanta, and they wow. sold out to a national company. Of course, of course they did. They take your customers, they take your techs, they take your trucks, but they don't take managers. And at that time, I had worked myself up to a service manager. So I had to go work for them for a month and take the complaint calls of all of our customers being sold to them. Yeah, that, that, that'll happen. A lot of people I sold, fans, uh, friends and family, uh, decided that they didn't want to be with a national company and was hounding me of where do I go, where do I go? And at that time, I just decided to step out Start our own company and go from there. And you know what they say, the rest is history. History. Yeah. And then you come to a really cool podcast. Uh, it's I, just that easy. Yeah, and this right here is just going to be a <laughs> career jump right here. Well, I don't know about that. We'll, yeah. we'll see how it works out. I, yeah. I think it's going to be good for your career. I promise it's going to be good for your career. Your industry is very unique. You become parts of or a part of your clients, your customers' lives. You're going into their home. Um, 
you're not a complete stranger, or you should, or at least you won't be a complete that a complete stranger. That that is very unique. Well, it is unique in a way that we like to build relationships. You have to, and we really like for those relationships to turn into family relationships. Right. 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 Uh, we want generation after generation to take us on as their guy, whether it be their bug guy, whether their wildlife guy. And just continue servicing them with great service and customer service and be referred to all their friends and family. That's what it's about. It's about the word of mouth. It's about the relationships. Yes. Sounds like you're doing a pretty good job of it, man. We're doing a real good job. Uh, the work is out doing the employees, which are hard to find right now. I was about uh, to ask. I was afraid to ask you about uh, that. Well, you know how it goes with everybody right everybody now. Everybody's suffering. Yeah, everybody. Do you have? Do you ever? And if I if I'm pushing the the the, the limit here, uh, just say it. Are you are you? Do you ever have issues of, of of keeping the employees once you get a good? Shall we say a good employee? Uh, Re, the retention. No, uh, the guys that are with me now have been with me for years, uh, and I try to uh, fish out of our church pool. Sure, uh, good honest guys. Uh, and the only ones that has really left has not really gone to another company. They've decided to start their own business, whether they were getting into construction, uh, remodel, stuff like that. Not necessarily into the pest control industry, but uh, going off doing their own thing. Right. And, uh, and, and I'm, I'm happy for them. I encourage them. Well, that's good. That's yeah, good. Encourage them. I always say if you can better yourself, I would Do never it. stand in the Do way. It. That's right. Yeah. I'll come work for you. Come on. <laughs> I have to believe that if I'm a homeowner, and I am a homeowner, if I'm a homeowner and I have someone coming onto my property or even into my home on a regular basis, I want to see the same guy every time. Every time. I don't want a different guy every, every week. Well, not maybe not every week. I don't know how often you go to homes, but I don't want to see a different guy every time. Right. And most of our customers do not want to see a different technician. Right. Uh, they get used to one. They build that relationship. They build that trust. And they build, actually, the knowledge from that tech. Mm -hmm. uh, being mm -hmm. able to explain to them, this is what we do, this is why we do it, and this is what you need to do also. Super important. And when they build that relationship, they take it to heart and say, well, you know, he told me I need to trim that limb. Let me get it done. Right. Uh, and it, it's, a, it's a thing where when they see the same person over and over, they understand that the company is a good, reputable company and not, mm -hmm. you know, blowing through technicians and right. uh, people just there for their weekly pay or whatever. Uh, but. We like to build relationships and turn them into family members and treat them the same way we would treat family and, and treat their homes the same way we would any other person, uh, any of our family or friends. I'm sure in time you do become part of the family. You get invited to weddings and birthday parties and stuff like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. We have some. A little bonus right there. Right around Christmas time, you'll start seeing the boxes and the, you and do. the, the gifts awesome. and stuff like that. Awesome. Yep. Uh, nothing like going to an elderly's home and there's a a jar of pickled okra or something like that. Well, I, need, I need that route. Yeah, it's wonderful. I hear you. I hear you. I like it. I like yep. it. Well, you're doing something right if you're having all those perks, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's awesome. Uh, not just a personal touch, but a family touch. Exactly. And that does separate you from, an, say, a, a, a international, a global company. It, it really does separate and us. And they're good companies, too. Don't get me wrong. Right. We're, not, we're not slamming anybody here, folks. They are. But uh, I think there's the, a difference. The there's difference a difference, Mark. Is uh, having time. Uh, you know, True. some of the bigger companies have a, a quota, a number of, and we do as well. But still, we can spend time, and if we get behind, I can jump out there and uh, kind of help out with the route, get it caught back up. But just spending the time and not being a number, 
but right. actually, and not right. being a customer, but actually being part of the family. And uh, Lorraine, who works for the chamber, uh, the Jackson Magazine, mm-hmm. she came up with a little uh, slogan or logo for us and said, "Experience the holder uh, experience or the holder difference." You know, and right. that's what we want it to be. We don't want to be the same old, same old, the same. Uh, uh, cookie cutter type stuff and that's some of my 30 second elevator speeches at meetings is mm-hmm. we're not a cookie cutter type company everybody's right. different your home's different the problems are different so let us treat you for what you need to be treated and not extra perfect perfect yeah. sounds like you're doing it well we are uh back it up i love it we do back it up i don't believe in selling people uh smoking mirrors uh, right. things they don't need right uh, making them spend money they don't really have with the cost of everything else these days. Let us just take care of the problem you're having and uh, move on from there. So how long has Holder's been in business? We started in May of 2010 in so the uh, pest control 13 industry. 13 years. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. You're pest. doing something right. We're, we're <laughs> you wouldn't last 13 months. We're working. In, in that industry, you would not last 13 Well, months. that's what they say. If you don't do something good in the first two years, you usually go out. Yeah. You, you go out quick. Yep. I want to go back. You said earlier, you mentioned the, the Georgia Department of Agriculture. Oh, yeah. Are you licensed by them? You have to be licensed by the Georgia Department of Agriculture. Each company has to have what's called a DCO, Designated Certified Operator. A designated Certified Operator. And that test is bigger than the registration test. So I'm a Designated Certified Operator, and my uh, employees are registered techs. And uh, not only do you have to study and pass those tests, you have to continue uh, your education. Uh, so many hours every two years. Certification hours. Certification hours, registration right. hours. Yeah, right. so all of our techs have to go and pick up hours uh, every two years to be able to renew their registration. I, I have you. to get mine every five years, uh, continuing education. So you're certified by the Department of Agriculture. Correct. I guess they're quote unquote trusting you to go do your job correctly. Well, I don't know if they trust anybody. They're actually I'm holding, <laughs> yeah, they're actually holding me accountable for what our employees do. Oh, really? Yeah. So everything. That's the idea behind that. Yeah, there you go. Uh, we have our employees, and if they do something wrong, of course they get slapped on the wrist, but they come after the the top. You just get slapped. Forget the wrist. Yeah, you get slapped and a lot of other things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But now you're you're you you mentioned. Uh, what do you say? Registered registration? Yeah, there's a registration that the technicians. There's a test for that uh, to become and a registered. Technicians technician. are guys driving your trucks, driving the trucks, servicing houses, applying the product. Okay. Yep. Yes. Uh, but but they have to go through testing as well. Exactly, testing and also keep up their con, uh, continuing education. I got you. Yeah. I got you. So if I came if I came to work for you this afternoon and jumped in your truck. Odds are I, I probably wouldn't be legal. Uh, you wouldn't be legal uh, because before you can even jump in a truck, you have to go through so many hours of classroom training. More training. Yes, and then beforehand. you have to go through uh, holding hand training, which is being in the truck with somebody. for Supervision. Exactly, 40 hours. And uh, Do you ever get to actually hire them? <laughs> uh, well, uh, that's another. Six uh, months later. Uh, <laughs> you hire them from day one because they do it. Because you, you pay exactly. them from day one. Exactly. But, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of uh, – even though in our industry the chemical is not the most uh, liability thing that we do, actually driving is our biggest liability. I can imagine that. Yeah. Uh, but even with that said, uh, the insects, the biology of most of the insects, you got to know what it is and how to treat it. You know, so many different types of ants, so many different types of roaches, 
some of them work, uh, some of the uh, product works better than others on different types of them. Sure, sure. So you need that education on what you're dealing with, how to apply the product, where to apply the product. I got you. Uh, to, to, make, to have the best effect on everything. So th- these guys driving your truck, they, they've got, they've already, they've already got, uh, well, they've got the knowledge and, and even though it may be their first day on their own, they, they already have some experience behind them. Absolutely. They have to have the on-the-job experience along with the, the education. Do you get in trouble if you have someone in, in, in one of your trucks who doesn't meet all that criteria? Uh, well, you can, yes. Uh, you can get in trouble, especially if they're applying product. Now, they can ride around all day well, sure, long. Sure, sure. You mentioned product, supervision. Right? Yes. Uh, we stick a new uh, registered tech with our existing to ride around to get the experience. Gotcha. Uh, of, you know, product, where to use it, how to use it. But even more than that, uh, to introduce them to our customers. Well, that's to, important, too. Yeah. So they know, understand what the new face is about. Uh, and understand that to better serve them, we got to have plenty of time, gotcha. plenty of help. You got to take your time. Yes, you're not in a hurry. I'm with you. Right. So you, so you're regulated by the state of Georgia. Yes, sir. You didn't just put a, a name on your truck and off you go. Uh, you actually have people to have don't, people don't understand uh, that, or yeah. they don't realize it. they don't they don't realize it. There's actually some signs out on the side of the road that said uh, "Whole House Pest Control, 19 bucks." Those guys are not licensed. Really? Uh, they're actually a carpet company. Uh, How about that? But the only way, I mean, the department is so busy, and to have somebody litigate those guys, it's just hard. But us as certified operators, uh, we're encouraged to turn them in. And, uh, but oh, yeah, absolutely. There's Joe Blows out there with a truck and a pump, compressed air sprayer that will go in and treat. Uh, but they're not, they're not licensed. They're not legal. I got you. You know, the Department of Natural Resources, but then you got to have county license and stuff like that. Sure. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. My curiosity would be, and this isn't really a question, but my, and you may know about this. I don't know. My curiosity would be, though, if someone doesn't hold a license and they're doing it, quote, unquote, illegally, mm-hmm. what can what can a government agency do to them? Uh, well, it's Because they don't have a license. Right. It's hard to find someone that doesn't exist. That's right. And the only way we have been explained from the Department of Agriculture themselves is they would need a invoice and they would also need a receipt where you paid them. Okay. And then they can actually go out and litigate them. Uh, there's uh, laws in place with certain, uh, you know, whether it starts out at $10,000 per you know, I got incident. You. I got you. But, yeah, they, they do that, and they do investigate them. Good. Most of uh, Department of Agriculture it runs off of a complaint system. So uh, we'd go through a uh, yearly inspection from the Department of Agriculture, which they just changed it to every two-year uh, inspection. Really? Yeah. Right. So they come in and they do what? They kick the tires? They come in, they pull your paperwork, they go through, see if they find any uh, violations to, uh, you know, whether you wrote down the wrong method applied or whether you... Uh, that sounds involved. ...targeted the wrong insect uh, or put you gotta you got to write all that down. Yes, you do have to write it down. Thankfully, nowadays, there are uh, uh, programs computer programs that you can buy that most of that stuff is built in nice so we're switching over to a new one now where our technicians can't move on to the next screen until they put the right uh, answer oh, in that makes sense. so uh, it really helps us out because human error is big oh of course it is and uh, you know education we're in the education building but a lot of us people didn't learn to write very well Sure. Uh, my sure. wife accuses me of being a maybe a doctor because it looks like a prescription <laughs> when I do write. You can't well, I don't know. I've had my hands broke enough times I can't write either. But, yeah, but you're probably that, in a similar boat. Even that is a rule from the Department of Agriculture. they got to be able to read it. Uh, and if not, they can get the tech that wrote it. 
Wow. Yeah. So they're they're serious about keeping everyone safe. It when sounds it comes like they're very serious. Product. Yeah. Wow. I hear you. Yeah. So wow, what you're doing. I think I think my, the point I'm trying to convey to everyone listening is the, the things that you're doing. It's just not some guys riding around doing some spraying. That well, sounds like a horrible word. It really is. And and the thing about it, what we want to put in front of uh, everything we do is professional. That's another great word. Professional. That's a great because word. we have been in the trenches. We know what works, what does not work. We know why you have it and where it's coming from. So our biggest weapon against most insects and things are education. Yeah, yeah. Keep the bushes cut off your house. Right. Keep the mulch changed out. Don't let it get a foot thick. Take mm-hmm. it out and put new in. Uh, just educating our customers on what needs to do to get rid of that conducive condition uh, so it helps us. You know, pest control is only 50% of it. Right. The rest of it is uh, homeowner activities. That Maintaining their property. Exactly. Yeah. Most people go out and walk around their house. They never look up. They don't no. look up to see if the gutters are full. They don't right. look up to see if limbs are touching the roof. Growing into the house. There you go. Right. And and that's a lot of conducive conditions that we can bring to their attention. They can help us out. And it, it actually makes your pest control a lot more effective. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, you also do wildlife. There's another beast right there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to just say you're brave or well, crazy. Maybe combination of both. I don't know. The thing about it is when I started in the pest control industry, I had started the wildlife division in the other company. Right. And you get to a point where if you're like me, you like to serve. Oh, and, absolutely. Uh, you know, I don't want to be a big box store, but I want to be able to do stuff that I know, which is wildlife. We know wildlife. We're very effective at it and be able to offer our, our current customers a way out. Uh, if they're having any kind of wildlife issues, we don't want them going to another company Big, big box company where they can jump in and uh, get that. And then, oh, well, you know, they, those bigger companies tend to want to package you into everything. Oh, we can do your pest control, too. Yeah. 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 I so can imagine that happening a lot. We've done it because we're good at it. Uh, we've helped out other pest control companies. Uh, right now we have relationships with other pest control companies that don't do wildlife. So we will take care of their customers and never touch them as far as pest control. They stay where they're at. That's we'll a great agreement if you, can, if you can get it. Absolutely. And, and we stand by that. Our integrity is, is huge when it comes to something nice. like that. When I hear wildlife control, I think of ladders. Ladders, I'm allergic to ladders. Ladders are, are that's everything in wildlife. Oh, yeah. We I'm actually, glad you do it and I don't. Uh, well, we uh, actually took care of a condominium. It's an old schoolhouse downtown Atlanta that they turned into condominiums. And the gable vent was about 65 foot off the ground. Wow. We own a 60-foot ladder. It takes four of us to get the thing out. I was about to ask Set you, it up. Get how many it up men there. does that take? It takes four of us to I know a 40-foot ladder, a 32-foot ladder. Is not something you deal with by yourself. Well, 32. Or, or at least very well, yeah, anyway. Right. Well, four, 32 and 40-foot ladders are on every one of our trucks. So wow. we use 40 often. How about that? Uh, some of the houses, you know, out on the full basements, uh, we use them a lot. Well, that's true. More or less a three-level house. Right. I never yep. thought of that. Sure. Yeah. Yep. So ladders are a big thing. So training. Uh, once again, the Department of Agriculture regulates the pest control side of it. The DNR somewhat regulates some of the wildlife side of it, but the biggest thing is safety issues, and then we have to do that internally, which is training yeah, about yeah. ladder use, yeah. uh, how to set them up, how to take them down, how to make sure you, you've got them, even leaning them against the house right. Mm-hmm. 
Well, you can do damage with ladders if you don't use them right. Yeah. Uh, you can cave in gutters, uh, mess up soffits. Don't ask me how I know that stuff. How about stained glass window? Well, I, I didn't want to bring up windows. I don't yeah. want to jinx you. But yeah, the, yeah. Oh, yeah. The ones we have had an incident on happen to be a stained glass window. So of course. Finding a guy who can repair stained glass window, is, they're not out there everywhere. I bet not. But they're out there. Oh, thank goodness they yeah. are. Right. Thank goodness they are. Now, do you do exclusion work? Do you trap? Well, the, the combination of both, I guess. I'll run you through the say. process real quick. Please do. The Please very do. first thing is a good, proper inspection. Sure. We sure. go out, we see what you have, what it's going to take to get it out, and what it's going to take to keep it out. Okay. So, you know, bats are different from squirrels, and gray squirrels are different from flying squirrels. I've heard that. Uh, and that's totally different from rodents. So uh, we do it all. We don't do necessarily out in the uh, south of the house down by the creek and the coyotes and the beavers. We have trappers that we pass that on to. Sure. But we're more of a structural. Uh, yeah, the house. Yep, yeah. more of a structure. So we do take care of that. And uh, just doing a thorough inspection and finding out what we're dealing with. Uh, you can tell by signs of the insulation in the attic, what you have mm -hmm. up there, whether it's rats or flying squirrels. Uh, you can tell by the chew holes, different things, but uh, proper inspection. Then we come up with a plan on what it's going to take to get them out. Uh, most of the time it does include exclusion work. What we do on the exclusion work is seal up any uh, avenue that they have getting inside of the house. We leave them one way to get out, and that's called a one-way door. It's kind of like a dog door. They can push their way out, but they can't get back in. They can't in. get back in. Yep. Right. And then uh, we uh, put a warranty on that as well. All Do of our really? exclusion work comes with Do a one-year really? warranty. Nice. Yep. So uh, we know what we're doing, and we try to make it happen the first time. Now, do right. we have callbacks on that? Sure we do. Oh, yeah. Uh, animals are persistent. And oh, gosh, yeah. Once they find home, they're going to do what it takes they, to They, their cousins, there. their brothers, their sisters, you name it. They, yeah. they can smell where the other's been. Nothing's more persistent than a gray squirrel who's had babies in the attic. Oh, yeah. They will uh, gnaw through uh, galvanized gutters. And they'll gnaw through aluminum gutters. They, they'll do what they have to to get back in. Nice, nice. Now, you mentioned bats. And I, I, I've heard you be referred to as the Batman. Right. Which is cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. But there are special rules with bats. As I've been told that my whole life. There are special like, rules. Yeah. They're protected. or Are they endangered? They're not endangered. They're not endangered. They're protected. They are protected. And a lot of homeowners don't understand that they are protected. And right. that law doesn't just stand to companies. It's also you as a homeowner. Everybody. Everybody. Yes. Right. The uh, bats are protected. And from the middle of May through the end of August, you're not supposed to even mess with them. Because right. that's when they have their little pink pups. and Their babies. Right. And uh, once they get hair and they start flying, then you're able to, to take care of them. But... Even with that, you got to have a special permit. And, Do you uh, really? Yep. Nuisance Wildlife Control Permit. Gotcha. And we have that. We have all the license, all the permits that we need to, to do the work on wildlife. Gotcha. Gotcha. So I imagine, <coughs> I imagine getting them out is the issue. Sealing it up, you could seal it up probably with anything. Uh, on bats, yes. Uh, they, they're not like squirrels. That's what I meant with bats. Yeah. yeah, the bats. Yeah, you can pretty much seal them up with some uh, foam. How do, you, how do you get them out? Do you go up there with a radio and scare them? Or? No. <laughs> that, don't, that don't work? No. That Darn, doesn't. that's why I don't do it. People like, well, <laughs> bats, they fly at night. Just turn the light on in your attic. No, that leave. doesn't work either. No, that doesn't work either. Bats, uh, they do come out and feed at night. But to get them out, you do the same way we do with our exclusion. We give them what we call a bat valve. We make them ourselves. It's a way a bat doesn't take off flying like a bird. It falls right. out, catches air, and takes off It gets off momentum. 
Right. Exactly. So yeah. we create some bat valves and put them over the main entry point, and uh, they fly out, can't get back in because so everything else just takes up. a couple of days. Uh, usually one one day. One day. As far because they're going to go out and eat. That's it. That's it. They got you. I that's got why you. they. Uh, Encourage us to wait till after everything is flying to get it sealed up. Uh, well, absolutely. Yeah, because you don't want to exclude and just have a bunch of pups in there that can't get out. Right. Well, if you kill mama, then you just killed all those babies. You just killed a bat. Exactly. Yeah. No, no. I, someone told me that years ago. I, I thought that was true. Yeah. I know uh, bats are, are taken very, very seriously. Everyone's scared of them, or almost everyone's scared of them. Yeah. One of the, but uh, they're very important. Main things that we hear out of a lot of uh, homeowners, well, you got bats. Well, all I'll do is I'll just put up a bat house, you know, in the backyard, and and they'll move out there. Well, no, that doesn't happen. That doesn't work? No, it doesn't work 90% of the time. Uh, You have to introduce them into that house. Really? Yeah, so a lot of times if you can get to the pups and the moms, you can remove them and introduce them into that and hope they stay there. Most times they don't. But uh, that's what we're encouraged to do. But now a bat house, I don't want to get too far off topic, but a bat house, you've got to put that thing 8, 10 feet in the air. Yeah. You it's got to be way off the ground. Away from predators. Well, that too. Yeah. But now a bat doesn't have, we're getting off topic, forgive me. I'm getting a look from the producer again. Uh, a bat doesn't have feathered wings. Right. It doesn't have the lift right. that a bird does. Right, right. So they, they gain momentum. They, they drift. They usually fall out of their holes right. yep, and then take off. Get my now, I, I have actually had some the world we removed them. They actually jump up from the ground and take off. Uh, I uh, never but thought it, of that. It doesn't happen often. Right, yeah. right. I think as a little kid, I was told if a bat touches the ground, it dies. Yeah. And now I kind of understand why. Well, one thing I want to mention about bats, everybody's like, well, that's one of the best things to have around your house because yeah. it eats so many mosquitoes and yeah. bugs. And, and that's true. Yeah. However, you need to look up histoplasmosis. Yeah. And that's a disease that you can catch from the bat guano once it dries and creates a dust. And they say it's like the worst case of flu you ever had. Mm-hmm. I've also heard that once you get it and live through it, that you won't ever catch it again. You'll be immune to How it. about that? Uh, but that is one of the diseases that you really don't want. How about this? You know, since we years ago created the, the third world travel so much, we got bed bugs back in America. It was eradicated one time. Right. Well, there's a thing called a bat bug that's the same, looks just like a bed bug. And uh, I've had houses where I go in and do a quote, and they say, well, this company quoted us for bed bugs. And I get to look at them, but they're only in this bedroom right up below the gable vent, and it turned out to be bat bugs. How so, about that? Yeah. So you do bed bugs? No. 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 Bed bugs, we do. We have other companies, like I say, that we you partner farm with, that out. and we'll farm it out. I got yeah. you. I got you. I've heard to do bed bugs successfully, you got to just tear a room or even a house apart. Well, no stone unturned. Used to. Okay. Now it's heat. Uh, they, really? They bring in these big heaters, heat up the inside of your house. That's scary. Heat kills them. How about that? And it's a pretty easy job as far as doing it that way. You have the equipment, it's easy. Yeah. Right. I got you. I got you. I got you. What other services does, does Holders Pest and Wildlife Services, what other services do you guys handle? I would get in trouble if I uh, didn't mention them, especially by my wife because she loves to We don't want you in trouble. Things. Uh, we offer insulation, uh, pulling out damaged insulation, whether it be from gray squirrels, raccoons, in attics. bats, yep, in attics. Okay. Uh, even crawl spaces, the bat okay. insulation. Okay. We'll remove it all, sanitize, and uh, blow in or put in new insulation. I got you. We also do sanitization. Uh, right. When COVID hit, I went and got the license to be able to sanitize for COVID. 
Uh, we have some chemical that's almost, you know, what nobody says 100, but it's 99% effective on sure. killing most sure. bacteria, germs, stuff like that. Did that did that ever take off, the sanitation? Uh, probably. As much as you wanted. As maybe. much as we wanted to. Right, right. You know, we had a big commercial account, and when any employee got diagnosed, they would have to shut down. Oh, we wow. could go in and sanitize, and two hours they were open back up. I got you. So uh, it, it, it had its part. Uh, but I think for the most part now that uh, it's kind of gone away. Okay. But it's still there. It's still there. And we do a lot of attic sanitizing, crawl space sanitizing. After the wildlife's been After in the it. Wildlife. That that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Now, is that a fog, a, a mist? Uh, we do both. Okay. Uh, we okay. have a uh, fogger that we can set up in the attic crawl space. They call it UV? ULV. ULV, okay. Uh, ultra low volume. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Puts it out. Uh, but we also have an electrostatic uh backpack gun that i'll call it gotcha where when we treat something it's electrostatic charged and it kind of wraps around anything that you spray and it really kinda, uh, sticks to it yeah oh, that's kind of cool yeah you should have brought that we could just play it here in the in the snob no, skin well, we would have looked like ghostbusters walking around well you know we we are at a school we'd be cool the kids would think we were cool yeah and that i haven't been cool for 30 years so right. you know, well, just saying I think you're cool. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, but no, but that's one of the places it really could be utilized in schools, daycare, school. places like that. Now, do you do pest control in schools? Uh, I do not. You do uh, not. I bet that's heavily, heavily regulated. Very. Uh, they take that seriously. Scrutinized. Scrutinized, yes. okay. Uh, one of the things that, and the Department of Agriculture tries to be reactive uh, on things like that. They call us getting in compliance versus uh uh, holding us down and uh, what am I saying? Punishing us. They want uh -huh. us to be in compliance. Sure, sure. So they look at certain things uh, each time they come do an inspection, whether it's schools, whether it's daycares, uh, different things like that. Gotcha. No, <coughs> I'm, I'm with you on that. So uh, schools was something when I decided to get into the business and was so busy that things I didn't want that was going to take tons of time. Right. Uh, because in a school, you cannot treat where a kid is going to be within two hours. Oh, really? So either you had to run a night route. As I say, you had to do it at night. Yeah, that's the, the kids best aren't thing there, or a weekend. Right. right. And then yeah. the difference being colleges are not considered a school per se, like a public school system. So you can right. go take care of a college anytime. Oh, really? Yeah. How about that? I guess maybe because uh, by age they were adults. I, I guess so. Yeah. I guess at least physically, right? Right. No, I didn't say that. That was horrible. Yeah. That's horrible. <laughs> well, Mark, what else did we miss? Uh. I don't know that we really missed anything. That was a lot of cool information, man. Well, there's a lot. There's a lot of information left, but, uh, you know, it's a lot of technical stuff. But, uh, yeah, I mean, what we we strive to be different because you can pull up at a four-way stop and see three different pest control companies. There trucks. are thousands of you across yes. the, the metro and northeast area. So somewhere you have to set yourself apart. Absolutely. We like to set ourselves apart as a family-owned and operated business. Mm -hmm. who is not a cookie cutter, who right. comes up with a low-cost solution for your particular problem, uh, and warranty our work, and we have excellent customer service. What's the website? I know we got a website. Uh, it's holders-pest.com. Holders-pest.com. And you're yep. on Facebook. You're on Facebook. Yep. Do you want to give a number out, phone number out? Yeah, 678-897-0651. That's the office number. 
That's the office number. Yep, you can call, and usually you can get next day, sometimes the same day, but next day appointments to uh, get quoted. Nice. Inspected and quoted. Now, yeah. what areas? The northeast area, the 85 corridor? Uh, you go all over, though. We go all over. You do go all over, we especially for wildlife. For the wildlife, we, you know, as far as Roswell, Marietta, uh, all the way to Lithia Springs. We wow. go to Peachtree City. Uh, yeah, we kind of go all over. I hear uh, you. We're in Atlanta probably four days a week. Uh, Atlanta, not no knock on Atlanta, but it's covered up in rats because uh, it's so dense, so many restaurants. The number two, I believe, number two city in America for rats per person. Yeah, behind New York. Yeah, you'll never, you'll never get that number one out of New York, but probably not. Number two, be proud, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, probably if we had more politicians here, we'd be number one. <laughs> Mark said that I did not. I did right. Not. Uh, hey, wow, producer shaking his head on that one. Folks, we're going to get out of here. Listen, uh, holders-pest.com, uh, holders-pest.com, 678-897-0651. Get a hold of Mark and the folks at Holders Pest and Wildlife Services. There's my music. There it is. Hey, give, give the folks at Holders a call. They've been in the business a little while. They know what they're talking about. Don't worry. I've shook them down for you. Another great show. Northeast Georgia Business Radio X. I'm Tom Sheldon. Talk to you soon.